and welcome to this episode of Marvelous Boss Talk. I'm your host, Marcella Zimmerman, and I'm joined today by Karen Rubel. Hello. As always, this podcast is brought to you by MarvelousFastTravels.com, where we're creating marvelous memories one family at a time. Karen recently traveled to Portugal on an adventure by Disney and, he- and is here today to discuss her itinerary as well as her experience. Hi, Karen. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to talk about this. I'm excited to hear about it. So I will be honest, I didn't follow along. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm even more excited to hear about it because I didn't get to follow along with you and I didn't get to see what it was that you were doing. So you get to tell me all about it for like the first time, which is great. That's awesome. And I get to feel like I'm reliving it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So do you want to tell me a little bit about what exactly Adventures by Disney is and how it's a little bit different than doing like a self-led vacation on your own? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting when I've been telling people that I went on this Adventures by Disney trip and they're like, where'd you go? I went to Portugal. And the reaction is kind of like, oh, I didn't know there was a Disney park there. Like, no, 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 there's not. This is different. So the way that I would describe an Adventures by Disney trip is like a luxury group travel that's very authentic to different locations all around the world. So you are really getting an experience where you're like immersed in the location because you have two guides with you on the trip. One is uh, what I would say is, quote, like a Disney guide who does these different types of trips around the world. And another is a local guide who's very specialized and from the area that you're traveling. So I had never been on any kind of group travel before. I have traveled extensively. I have taken my kids multiple places. I've I've been to Europe. I've done self-led trips, um, but never a group travel specifically like this Disney one that's such high quality. There are so many differences. And I think when we dig into the itinerary and the things we did, I'll point out like some of the differences that I really saw. But I think overall, just the fact that you could let it go, just kind of show up. When you show up from that point on until you leave for the airport again, like everything is taken care of for you, where you don't have to think about times and where do I need to be when and how do I get from here to there. And then along the way, differences, I think, between the self-travel and this you have these guides with this expertise who, you know, with a Disney quality are doing storytelling all along the way. I learned so much information and had a different experience that I could have truly just never built on my own. And that's what I think sets them apart is that it is. And I mean, I know like doing self-led travel, I feel like I'm not always as organized as what I should be. And I like how they already have a site already built for you. So Let's get into your trip so we can really start discussing it. Um, How did you get there? And I guess also, how did you meet up with your ABD representatives? Yeah. Okay. So I um, am, I live in Austin. So I had a flight. There was an Austin flight direct to Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, Did that one. So I should also say I went uh, with my husband. It was just the two of us. And this particular adventure was um, adults only. So there are some that are adults only, and there are some that include um, families and and children. 
Uh, so we had a layover in Frankfurt for, it was supposed to be about four hours. It ended up being more like five. Then we, we got a flight from there to Porto. Porto is in the northern part of Portugal, and that was the first destination. We went to three cities um, in Portugal. So when we landed, we were about an hour late from our expected arrival time. Uh, but it, it honestly didn't matter because we had already shared our flight information um, with Disney. And so we had a driver waiting for us at the airport and knew, like, was tracking our flight, knew when we would be. Um, when we walked out of the arrival area, he had a uh, just an orange Adventures by Disney sign. So we knew exactly where to go. And it was only the two of us that had arrived at that time. So he took our bags escorted us to his Mercedes Benz vehicle and just did like a private transport uh, to the hotel. And even like from that moment, I felt, okay, I'm relaxed. We're getting taken care of. And even that drive, you know, we were asking him questions about the area and about himself and where did he grow up? And he started telling us some things that would kind of click later when I was doing, you know, the actual like tours and eating some of the food. And so he was telling us like, oh, this is a um, special dish you should try while you're here. This is the best place to go for this. And as he was driving, he's like, oh, your hotel is like the perfect spot. So we we're getting really excited to show up. Um, and when we arrived uh, at our hotel, we checked in, they took our bags for us. And all like tips are included for drivers and porters. It's like, you don't have to like worry about, okay, do I have Euro or whatever destination you're going, whatever currency on me at that time. It's just, you know, nothing you have to worry about. Uh, and we had a reception and a welcome dinner. So we met our guides at the reception because we were a little bit late, but for everybody else, there was an extra reception desk set up in the lobby where they could um, meet the guides before even going up to their room. And the guides were from like the first moment we met them, just so welcoming and approachable. One of them has been working for Disney for like 20 years or so, and specifically Adventures by Disney for eight years. And then the other one uh, is local to Portugal. And this is the first year, 2022, that there's an adventure in Portugal. So this was, I think, her third trip that she had done with us. I mean, she has been doing like travel guides, uh, you know, as her career. Um, so she's had a lot of experience with that. Um, but then while we were at the reception, there were a couple, I would say, housekeeping things. Um, since we couldn't like register, since our flight was late, we did it at the reception. And we kind of walked through the high level, not, not the whole itinerary, but when we had to make decisions. So if there were certain activities that were planned, if we didn't feel comfortable with them, if we were... Um, nervous about heights or had physical limitations that wouldn't allow us to do some of the activities, we could choose alternate activities. Same with some of the meals. Some of the meals had 
you'd have maybe two or three choices so they could pre-plan for that. When you have a large group, you know, going, it would just help keep things moving along faster. So we picked some of our meals. Um, we don't have any dietary guidelines, but other folks on the trip did. So they would get all of that, make sure everything is like really clear so that they can individually speak to each restaurant and make sure that everybody would be taken care of. They just, did you see anybody with a dietary? Yes. I, I saw lots of folks. So for example, there was somebody who had uh, basically just couldn't eat off of a buffet in case of any kind of cross-contamination, very restrictive. So anytime we had any type of buffet place, um, it was arranged for her to have a plated meal instead. I had somebody else that um, I ate several meals with who was gluten-free. Uh, and it wasn't just a, okay, well, then you don't get bread. It was, then you get gluten-free bread, like brought specially to you. And so at every meal, um, it, it was like truly like impeccable. Like, I mean, the, the guide who is local, right. Cause so could speak local language, make sure everything is really, really taken care of. Like that was her job at meals. She was running around just making sure that everybody was set and, um, there were no issues. And so at the dinner, <coughs> they talked through the itinerary. I want to say in more detail, but part of what they did, they didn't really talk through itinerary, itinerary, more like what to expect. Um, they wanted to make sure that everybody was really comfortable, that people were ready to live in the moment and people weren't getting too preoccupied of well, what's coming up next versus enjoying what you're doing. So a lot of times when you do self-led vacations, it's hard to really enjoy what you're doing because you might be looking at the clock. How do I get to the next thing? Is the next activity going to be ready or okay, what about how we're going to get from point A to point B tomorrow? We're going to make sure that's ready. Like you're kind of always thinking ahead. While on this trip, they really wanted to stress the point that they have all of that taken care of. Like This is their job. This is what they do. And our job is to relax, be in the moment. What they said was cherish the now. I really liked that. And, you know, just let all the worry and logistics go to them. So we walked or not walked, we went around the room and everybody introduced themselves. We said like where we're from and what we're looking most forward to on the trip. Most of the people on the trip, it was their first adventures by Disney, but there were some that had been on several trips before. And there's one who had been on eight. So I later at a dinner had to sit by her and make sure to like pick her brains. So I was like, Oh, what are all the ones you did? Because I will tell you after the first night, I was like, I need to do another one of these. Like, it was amazing <laughs> from the get go. <laughs> so do you want to tell me what y'all did on your first day while you were there? Okay. So we started in, um, the whole trip was in Porto, which is North Portugal. Uh, we started the morning with a very short walking tour um, and then got to some tuk-tuks. Do you know what tuk-tuks are? I don't. Okay. Think of it like a big golf cart where it's like open and you have a driver in front and then it fits four people. Oh, okay. So I know what those are. Kind of big. Yeah. So super cool. Uh, so we went on a little tuk-tuk tour around the city. Um, we went to a couple stops where we got out as well. One of them was this bookshop. 
Uh, so what, like the first stop that we had on the Tuk Tuk was this bookshop and we first drove by it and I saw this really long line, like probably at least an hour, I would say when you, if you got to the end of the line to get in and we heard about what this bookshop has, which is um, JK Rowling, who was the author of Harry Potter lived in the area for about a year and a half, two years. And there's this staircase inside that she described and like wrote about in her books. And so it's a really, really popular destination. And since we were on the Tuk Tuk driving past this long line, I thought, okay, maybe we'll, we're going to stop. Maybe we'll just take a picture that, Hey, we saw this on the outside. Right. Because I'm like, I don't really want to wait in this hour long line, but this is where Adventures by Disney is like really sets apart doing a trip on your own. Our guides like, come on, we're going straight. We're skipping this line to the front of the line. Like, oh, is there a different, is there a different like group entrance or something? Like, nope, this is because you're on Adventures by Disney. This is the magic that you get that we can skip the whole line and went straight in without any kind of wait. And I think that's the best part of Adventures by Disney is that you get to do that where, you know, otherwise you'd be standing there for a while waiting to get in. So what was it like inside? It, it was really, uh, I don't want to say magical. And I think part of that is because we just skipped this hour long line. We just got to go straight in. that you already felt kind of like special walking in. And then there's this grand staircase that um, the only way I could say to exactly describe it is if you're reading Harry Potter and you're very familiar with that kind of magical Hogwarts staircase kind of feel. Um, And it was, and at the same time, it was, it was a, I'll say quote, regular bookshop, you know, it kind of became more famous, but uh, so there was lots of folks in there. Um, I'm debating saying this because I don't want to ruin any surprise, but um, the other thing that they had for us waiting was a voucher for a free book. So not only did we get to go in there uh, and skip the line, we got to pick out a free book to take as well. And so it was like a little, um, you know, memory, I guess, that you could take with you, right? Um, and there was, we're, we're in Portugal, right? So there's lots in, in Portuguese, but there's a section of English literature as well. So that's where we got to select from. So what did y'all get to do after that? Uh, so we drove around on the Tuk Tuk a little bit more um, and we went to a church that, uh, I mean, th- there are a, a lot of churches in the area. And so again, this is where I think it's distinguished. Of If we were traveling there on our own, I think I would have been overwhelmed of like, well, which church, why, and um, how do you, how do you pick? Uh, and so they had one ready to go for us. Um, you know, anything like this that would include an admission charge across the whole trip was already taken care of. So on our own, we would pay to enter this church. This was already included in, in our whole trip. And then again, the difference of while we're in there, we're getting storytelling. Our guide is explaining the history. She's pointing out different things for us to look at and why it's significant. 
and you get a whole, I would say, elevated experience. We drove a little more around in the tuk-tuk and went to uh, a restaurant. Um, so there is a very specific sandwich that's very famous in Porto, not just like all in Portugal, but like specifically in the city that we were in. And uh, originally on our drive from the airport to our hotel, our driver was telling us, hey, you have to try this sandwich while you're here. This sandwich is at lots of different restaurants because it's really famous, but everybody has a little different tweak on it. He's like, if you can manage to go to this very specific one, that's the best place to get it. And I shouldn't have been surprised. That's the exact one that we went to. Because I mean, I think overall, like Adventures by Disney, it is like the high quality. If they're going to take you to get this special sandwich, they're going to take you to the best rated restaurant in the area. Um, it's basically in the sandwich itself is the way that I would describe it is kind of like a grilled cheese sandwich with meat inside, a fried egg on top, and then some sauce around it. It's, it was unique and delicious. <laughs> that sounds good. And that was included with your cost as well, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was included. So did everybody order the same thing? Like, is that the only item that they had? Or are you able to see what everybody else was able to order as well? Yep. So, so this was one of those special experiences where we're going there specifically for this particular dish. Now, there are some oh. people who had dietary restrictions. So they did get an alternative meal. Uh, but I'll say, even as we were walking out of the restaurant, I looked and I didn't see a single other person with anything other than this dish. It's kind of like why you go to this restaurant. It's a very specific thing. I like that they take you there then because then you do have that experience that, I mean, obviously this is a place that everybody wants to go to. Yeah. So what were y'all able to do after y'all went to go eat? Okay. So then we had an activity, which was a bridge climb. So picture like an arched bridge that is like, uh, quite high up going over a river. And there's this, um, it's just like a unique experience. It's the only type of bridge climb like this in all of Europe. And we climbed this bridge. Now it was uh, very safe. It was an arched bridge and we went up to the top and then back down the same way we came. Um, we have, I mean, of course, Disney is all about the safety as well. So we had harnesses and, you know, hard hat helmets. We got hooked up and strapped in just for extra precaution. But really it was like a kind of like climbing stairs and then a big slope. And we were the only group there, which I thought was awesome because this is, you know, open to the public where you could pay and do this. We didn't have to pay anything extra, right? It's already included in our fee, um, but it was only our group there. So we didn't have to feel pressure to go up faster. 
um, we got to just have our own experience. And then there were some people who were not comfortable with that activity. And, you know, Adventures by Disney is never going to make anyone feel left out. When there are activities like this that some might not feel comfortable with, they'll provide a different activity. So for those that didn't want to do the bridge climb, they had a cable car experience where they could get really nice views um, of the whole city and the river from a cable car ride. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. And I like how they give you the option to do that too. It, it was good. And this is, you know, this is only the, the first full day. You're already meeting some other people on the trip. And so then afterwards, when we got back together, we could share like, oh, show me your pictures. How was that? Tell me about it. And then we shared our experience. And so you already are getting to like bond with other people on the trip. And I do think that's different with group travel. Like that's something unique to it where you're not going to have that, you know, doing this by yourself. Right. Yeah. So then um, the day not even over yet. (laughs) (laughs) We went to a cellar tour. So across the river from Porto is uh, a different town that has Um, what they call wine lodges and cellars. You know, in this region of Porto, um, very famous for port wine. It's the only place you can get port wine. Um, But you can only grow it in a very, very specific area, um, which we are going to go to the next day. But for this day, this is where they have the cellars and where they store the wine. And so we had some wine tasting, port wine tasting, uh, and a beautiful dinner at one of the wine lodges that overlooked the city and the river. It was a beautiful view. We had a little reception and then went inside for uh, a dinner, which was all, you know, that was all included as well. So the places that they're taking you to, are they more for the, Portuguese cuisine or um that's more or less what it is that y'all are eating right okay yep yeah it's it is all I would say Portuguese cuisine yeah to give you the experience right of eating local so after dinner what did y'all get to go do uh it was quite late by then uh so we went back to the hotel and just rested and got ready for the next morning Which after that kind of day, I would assume like you were exhausted. So I don't blame you at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what did the next day bring you all? Okay. So the next day, um, we started the day pretty early. Um, we again did a uh, breakfast buffet at the hotel. Um, on this particular trip, all of the breakfasts were already included and they were all at our hotel. So Every morning on the trip, we would start with our own, um, based on our own time slot of when we wanted to have breakfast, doing that um, at the hotel. And then there would be a time that we would meet in the lobby so that everybody would be ready to go and get on on the transportation together. So after the breakfast, we drove about, 
about one and a half hours to this secluded town in the Duro Valley region. And this is the region where they actually make the port wine. So think like um, in France, champagne can only be from you know, a certain region. Port wine can only be from this region. And this is one of those experiences that had we been traveling on our own, we, I, just, I just know we never would have done, right? It's one thing to travel to a big city, but then to even figure out the logistics to get to a secluded town to go have um, some adventures further outside of main city, it's, it's just a little bit more difficult. And so these things are already all included. Um, and we went to uh, Amaduro River, an activity where we were kayaking. Um, this was, uh, again, one of those activities that if you did not feel comfortable or weren't able for whatever reason to participate in kayaking, there's an alternate activity, which was a boat ride, a little boat cruise down this river. So they, they had us all ready to go. And like, I should also mention like the, the, the difference, I think with doing a trip like this, when we arrived in the town, our guides are like, okay, here's the restrooms and, you know, prepped us of like, if you want to change, here's where you can go for that versus us trying to, you know, wandering around trying to figure out, well, where can you go? Is there a public restroom available to us? They just, you know, make everything really easy for you. That's convenient. Yes. It's a lot better than what you're going to do on your own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then after that um, experience, we went to a winery and we stayed at the winery for a few hours and we did a couple different activities. One was a cooking demonstration. So they kind of originally called it a cooking class and then said, well, it's kind of more of a demonstration because our group was larger than the other groups that they had had. So they would ask for volunteers to chop up some things, cook some things, and they would talk through what they're making, um, which was some local dishes. And the one that I think sparked a lot of chatter was the octopus. Um, for a lot of people that had never had octopus before, uh, we got to experience that. And there was there's several options of food to eat. And so they had we had a cellar tour. And then they had this beautiful table set up, like big, long table in the cellar next to all these barrels of port wine, all set up for us to then enjoy the lunch that we had just cooked and, and as a group. Um, and then from there, still on the same property, we went over to uh, another little area where we did an art activity um, using cork. So I think it was like over 50% of the world's cork comes from this region. And so something like this, like I would have never thought on my own to, I don't even know if I could have arranged to do an art activity using cork. Uh, and so we did that and uh, it was, it was really fun. It was fun to see people's, you know, different like decorations, like how they, how they utilize the cork and the uh, instructor, 
just had so much fun. I don't know what it was about our group. I think we were all just enjoying it so much that he brought out and said, I want to do an extra toast with an, another kind of port wine, <laughs> a, a toast for everybody. Um, so we did that. And the guides were telling me later that they had, he had never done that before. You know, they have had this experience, but they haven't had them uh, offer like an extra toast or anything like that. And I think that's part of what I learned throughout the whole experience is that no two trips are going to be exactly alike. There's some different kinds of magical touches thrown in throughout that may vary. Okay. So then after we were done with that activity, um, we loaded onto the bus and headed back into Porto and we had dinner on our own. So this is the first time that a meal was not included that we would be responsible for picking up the tab on our own. Um, (laughs) So you may laugh. I know we're all the way in Europe, but (laughs) my husband and I went to McDonald's and (laughs) the reason we did that. Yeah. Uh, it was just a couple steps away from our hotel. We were pretty tired, but we had had so many people ask if we went to this McDonald's yet. Why do people keep asking us this? You know what? Dinner's on our own. Let's just do this and go there. We went there and I would say at least a third of the group had gone there as well. But when we kept running into different people, um, because this is considered the, I guess like the most beautiful McDonald's in the world. And so people were telling me this, I kind of Googled it and like, yeah, it's like rated as the most beautiful McDonald's in the world. It has chandeliers and it has stained glass. And uh, what we were learning also the next day is um, because that's, again, why we have the guides. So we can say, wow, like, why is it so fancy? What is going on? And we can ask and like learn about it. And it's in a specific area which is needs to be maintained like with its historical significance, right? Like you can't make too many changes in the area. Uh, And so that's kind of the story behind it. We also saw a woman with a hawk, like on her shoulder inside getting a drink. Like this is weird. I never would have thought we'd see a hawk. Somebody's with bringing their pet hawk to McDonald's. What? (laughs) Um, and then we heard from the guides they're like oh did you see the woman with the hawk I'm like we did how did you know that what the heck that's so weird they're like no like that was because outside there's a lot of seating outside and other birds would come and swoop up and grab people's food so McDonald's hired this person who stays there with the hawk to kind of like defend people's food while they're eating like so unique and I think, you know, I was talking with the guides of um, how they decide which meals and what, and they said years ago for Adventure by Disney, they would include, all meals were included. And they got some feedback that some people wanted a few experiences throughout the trip to have on their own, maybe see something that they wanted on their own, or maybe maybe skip a meal if, if they were full. And I thought that was really cool that you know, we had this free time. So we did this and had an experience that was unique. And I feel like I learned a lot. (laughs) I mean that, yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound like something that you would come across every day. No, (laughs) I completely agree. Yeah. Um, so that, that wrapped up that day. Um, and then the next day 
we were changing locations. So we were going from Porto to Lisbon. And when you change locations, for, for us within Portugal, it was all driving. It was all drivable. So we would pack up our suitcases and have them ready by a certain time in the morning. And then we could just leave our room and they completely took care of making sure that our uh, any of our luggage got from that hotel, to, from our room at that hotel to our room at the next hotel. It was nice. Right? You didn't have to like try to figure out lugging it around um, or anything. Um, I took me just about a three hour drive. Uh, and this is where I think, again, the Disney difference comes in. Um, we watched a movie um, and we got to vote. They had some options and it was fun. And we got to vote on which movie we wanted to be playing for some of the trip. Then for some of it, we had guides doing some storytelling. We learned about the area and the scenery. You know, they would, they would come on and say, okay, look to the right. There's some eucalyptus trees and here's why they're significant and important. And, oh, that's what a cork tree looks like. Okay, then look to your left. There's an olive tree. And things that if, if we were either trying to drive on our own or even just some kind of transportation on our own, we wouldn't you know, see that and recognize that and understand the significance. So, um, you know, they, they turned a three hour drive into its own little adventure, which was very fun. They also knew, you know, planned exactly where to stop for a restroom break. They had snacks on the coach for us. They had water available all the time. I don't think I mentioned that yet. They had bottled water for us, like any, any time I, I don't know. I drank so much water. It was always available, um, which is one of those differences, right? If you're traveling to a different country on your own, you're not familiar with the area and you're constantly trying to go find bottled water or snacks or things. This was just ready for us, you know, all included at any time. Yeah. We had another agent that she mentioned that, and she loved the fact that there was always some sort of snack or some sort of drink for her. Um, and she also mentioned like, had this been one like that you had kids on, like that's awesome as a parent to always have that available. Yes. Yes. Always having the, the water and snacks available is huge. Yeah. Both for us and for kids. And the other part is the, the restrooms, like they would make many like restroom breaks to make sure that everybody had an opportunity, you were comfortable. They, they would say ahead when the next one would be. So you could, you know, know that and feel comfortable with it. And even the details of, um, so there's some times in Europe, this, this, some cities, particularly here in Portugal, where to use the restroom, you need like a 50 cent Euro, um, coin with you. So, you know, the guides would say, we're stopping here, like, on the way out, grab your coin, right? And they would have it ready for you. Like you, there really just wasn't anything that you had to think about. They had it, they had already planned it, had it prepared. If you were on your own, you didn't even get Euro yet, let alone coins, let alone very specific 50 cent coin to make sure you had ready, right? You don't have to worry about any of that. It's all taken care of. And I think most people don't realize that going into a different country, that that's something that can 
that's something that's normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that's the best part about having Adventures by Disney have your back is that they do. They have that ready for you and, and you don't have to worry about it. Exactly. So after that, um, I mean, we had seen a lot. Remember, we had started this day um, in northern Portugal and Porto. We're in Lisbon now. Uh, and so we headed to the hotel where we checked in to our rooms. And I have to tell you, when we walked into our room, there was a platter of Disney-themed chocolates and a bottle of port wine in the room to welcome us. And it is like that type of difference. I, I can't even explain like how good and like magical it feels to just be welcomed into your new room for the next couple of nights with this cute little welcome um, set up for you. It really does give you a different feel, doesn't it? <laughs> it, does, it does. And that's, I mean, that's, that is the difference, right? You have things ready for you that just, you constantly, every day are having these little like magical feelings. And then dinner that night was at the hotel. Um, it was included as well. We had some different reservation times uh, that they just assigned to us. It's so like our our we were with six other people. So there were eight at our table at our reservation time. And again, this was adults only, but if kids had been on the trip, this would have been the night that they would have their own dinner and a movie night where uh, it's very specific catered to the kids, some activities for them while the adults are enjoying their own dinner. Okay, so the next morning, we started again with a breakfast buffet at the hotel that was included. Uh, and when I say breakfast buffet, um, if you've never been to like a luxury, because these are all luxury top line hotels, it is uh, you know, there's an omelet station where you can order your own omelet, like customized omelet. There's a waffle station where they're making waffles and pancakes. And then there's um, a hot buffet line. There's breads and there's things that are more traditional European, but then also some Portuguese, like cheese and meats. And I mean, I, yeah, I overate every single morning for breakfast because I just couldn't help it. It was so good. <laughs> Um, but we went from there then to another tuk-tuk tour. So that fun, big golf cart kind of thing. And this was a very specific tour where it was like an art tour and what they called a graffiti tour, but the graffiti being art. And we would um, travel around the city in the tuk-tuk and we had a, like an art guide, a specific art guide that came with us. So although our guides are very knowledgeable, there were some times like this where they brought on somebody who was very specific to this, that was an artist himself that could tell about the history behind the art and the artists and why it was there. Uh, and then the Tuk Tuks went up to the a high hill that overlooked all of Lisbon. Um, and so, you know, I would say like, yes, you could go up to the top of the hill on your own if you were traveling, but there were things that you just wouldn't have the experience or know. So specifically, there's this area up there that there's this 
legend and story that our guide was telling us that if you stand in this specific area and you kiss your true love, you'll stay together forever. And there, there weren't a lot of couples on the trips. I would say there were more friends on the trips. Uh, so when people were hearing the story, they got excited and they're like, Karen, Josh, Karen, Josh, come do this. Right. And you start like kind of bonding with other people that are there. And so we got that experience and the icing on the cake, you know, something I didn't even mention. I can't believe I didn't even mention this yet. That truly sets apart Adventures by Disney is the guides take pictures of everything all along the way, right? So if we were on our own, even if we could have somehow heard about this story and legend of doing this, you know, you'd, we'd have to like ask a stranger, hey, can you take my phone to picture of us while we kiss here? And but we had the guides taking pictures. They told us to view their phones as our own. So anytime and we had this overlooking the whole city, they're taking pictures of us. And I mean, they took over like 2000 pictures on the trip and you get them all for free at the end of the trip. So all these types of pictures that you wouldn't necessarily get, you don't want to bother other people. It's, it's all included. And so you get, you know, this extra benefit, I would say, extra magic that happens that you don't have to stress about. And that's awesome because I do think that's something that you don't get to, I guess, enjoy what it is that you're seeing in the moment because you are like everybody walks around with their phones now, you know? So yeah. um, that's awesome that they do that for you. Yeah, it's awesome. Excuse me. Uh, so after after that, our tuk tuks took us to uh, this place called the LX Factory. We did a little short walking tour, still with that art guide, uh, and then we stopped for lunch, which was probably the best lunch. I think. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to compare. Um, but we had we a three course. Or if you include bread and the, you know, at the beginning, okay, four course lunch um, of pig cheeks. So that was something I had never had before. This was something on the first night where we chose, did we want that or one of the other options? Again, if you had any kind of allergies or restrictions, there was different options um, for everybody to make sure everybody was taken care of. Um, but it was something that I never had before and it was delicious. And then we had the, the best dessert where, okay, this trip was a couple weeks ago. And at this point I am still like dreaming about this dessert. It was that good. <laughs> and I don't even know exactly how to describe it. It was, it was kind of like a, a yogurt with fruit, which sounds so simple, but it was like, it was just amazing. Like a parfait almost? Almost. <laughs> I don't know. I think he sprinkled some magic into that. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> um, but that, that was all included, uh, you know, another lunch included. And then and then we had probably about an hour or so where we could do some shopping. Um, there was lots of cute little shops, little local shops. I got some earrings at a shop where the, like the, the artists, jewelry makers are there making it, right? And then they stop to check you out if you want to buy something and then they go back to making it. So it was really cool. 
We also got some, um, there's like a cork store, cork being so big in the area. We got some coasters uh, made out of cork uh, and, and then explored just the area because there's just so many cute shops to go in and out of. At this point, it started getting pretty warm. And I, I mean, our guides, this is really what sets them apart. They are so intuitive to how people are feeling. Nobody was complaining, but they could just see like energy of some, some people looking maybe a little bit tired. Again, like nobody was complaining. We were all having a fabulous time. And so they said, hey, we're going to actually give you some options because the next activity is to basically hike up this very steep hill to this historical castle overlooking, again, Lisbon. And you know, we're going to talk through all of those things, see some Roman ruins. Uh, but we are going to send the bus back to the hotel if anybody is getting tired, if you want to rest, if you want to enjoy the pool for a couple hours. Um, and then they're also going to leave some folks at another area that uh, if you wanted to do some shopping, like some extended shopping. And I thought that this was such a nice touch that again, they gave options. I think if people aren't familiar with group travel, it could feel a little intimidating to think I'm going to be stuck doing things I don't want to do. I don't know. And they're so approachable. And I mean, their whole goal is to make sure that you are having a fabulous time. And so I really liked that they were intuitive about this and then had people split up. And I would say it probably roughly was like a third, a third, a third of people wanting to go to the castle, people wanting to go back to the hotel, some people wanting to stay for shopping. So since there were, you know, these differences of what people wanted, they accommodated that. Um, and then for those that did do the journey up to the castle, they um, had a little magical extra and stopped for some like gelato pops, like popsicle kind of things that was specific to the area just for like an extra little treat, just for free included one of those magical sprinkles that happened throughout the trip. So then as we move to the next day, I think by the end of the trip, there was consensus potentially that this next day I'm going to go through was maybe the favorite overall day of the trip. So we started in Lisbon at our hotel, uh, again, with the breakfast buffet. And we hopped aboard our coach and went to what's called the end of the world. It's the westernmost <laughs> part. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, here we go. Um, it's, it's the westernmost point of Portugal, but also like continental Europe. Um, this, okay, so when we got up, you go up kind of high into the mountains, into a cliff that's overlooking the, that overlooks the Atlantic Ocean. So this day, in the morning when we went there was overcast and really, really windy. And it was so fun. I, I feel like if we had done this on our own, we might've felt disappointed. Oh, the view's not as good that maybe we had pictured, you know, we're coming to the end of the world and 
oh, we can't get you know pictures we wanted or something. The the guides just make everything fun. It felt like a fun adventure. It was it was windy and hairs blowing all over and we're laughing a lot. They're telling stories for us. I mean, everybody's had such a positive attitude that it was like one of the best things. It was just fun. As we're on the bus, uh, our guides did uh, Mad Libs, like something that they would normally do when it's an adventure that includes kids, right? Because kids love, you know, Mad Libs, you give a noun or an adjective and you kind of piece together a story. So Mm -hmm. our group, our group was just like fun. Everybody wanted to have a lot of fun. So they're like, we normally do this when there's kids. They had it with them. We're like, let's do it now. Right. And we just had a great time. And then we went to uh, lunch at a seaside restaurant that overlooks the Atlantic Ocean. It's beautiful. And this was one of the lunches that everybody was looking forward to because we didn't know what to expect. And the first night when we were picking choices, you know, for different meals, like, hey, on day six, are you going to want this or this, right? And you're picking. We had um, fish with bananas, so it's like a white fish with fried bananas on top, like a combination that we would have never thought. And so people have been kind of talking about this one for days. They're like, I really want to try the fish with bananas. Um, so it was, again, a multi-course lunch overlooking the ocean. Very beautiful. And I would say, I mean, the meal was very good. I, I don't I don't know if I will make this at home now, but maybe because I can have other people try it too. <laughs> After this lunch, uh, that was super fun. We walked outside and there was a whole row of e-bikes, like electronic bicycles lined up. It was pretty cool. And um, for those of us that wanted to, which was almost everybody, we then did an e-bike ride to a town. Okay, I know I'm not pronouncing this as well as locals, but cash cash. Um, we we rode along the Atlantic Ocean to this town. I have never been on an e-bike before, and it was like almost life-changing. It was one of those moments that you're like, wow, I'm here. I'm having this experience. There's the ocean. There's my husband. There's my new friends I just met. Like This is amazing, and this is nothing that I would have thought to do on my own. There's these kinds of activities that you just, I just don't think I would have thought to do something like that on my own. Um, and then for those that were not comfortable doing the bike ride, they got on the bus and like kind of went halfway where, where, where our ride was going to be halfway and cheered us on and told us, you know, keep going, it's cool. And they took pictures and videos for us since we were on the bikes. Um, and we did have a break. I mean, the whole bike ride was probably around an hour. Um, and we, we did take a break with some water, um, in an area that had really nice views so we could take some group pictures. Uh, and that was, that was probably one of the most fun things I would say that consensus for folks on the trip that was like really memorable. And then once we got to our destination with the bikes, we did a little walking tour. So our, our guide, the local guide is from this town. 
So she got to, you know, she kind of pointed out, you know, where she grew up and some of the areas, we did a little walking tour. She ran into two of her friends, one towards the beginning and one towards the end of because it's just, it's where she's from and it's home and it's local. And, you know, she saw some friends and, and introduced us and, you know, here's my adventures, my Disney group. And she took us to a gelato place, which I know she said she might be a little biased, but you know, the best one in all of Portugal, this wasn't originally part of the plan. She just was like, this would be fun. Let's go do this. So one of those magical extras thrown in where it was just paid for, we could pick our flavors and it was a little bit warm. So just having a nice little treat in the afternoon was really nice. From there, we drove to another town called Sintra and we had some free time for shopping. And then we had dinner on our own. So it was only a couple meals that we did on our own. This was one of them. Um, from the big breakfast and lunch we already had, uh, several people just didn't even eat dinner. They were like, I'm good. I'm just going to shop. Uh, we we just found a cute little um, pizza place that one of the guides had pointed out to us. There were like several options. And we just, it was just very local. It was just very local. We ordered a small pizza, shared that, and did some shopping as well. A lot of people in our group had been wanting this specific jewelry. It's called filigree. It's like a very... It's, it's internationally recognized for its quality and it's unique to Portugal is where you find it. So there are some people who were saying like, okay, we really want to find this and buy something here while we're here. So our local guide walked us between all these different shops and, and walked us to a jewelry shop. And I'm kind of looking around and I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not even seeing filigree or what I thought it would look like. And she's speaking um, in Portuguese to the owner who's like, ah, and he goes in the back and brings out like, uh, like trays of different types of jewelry that are all filigree. Like it was, again, I, we would not have been able to find that on our own. I really don't think that because it was not, uh, you know, like advertised, like come here for this. It was like, she knew where to go, who to talk to. And he brought something from the back to show us. Right. Um, which was just like a really cool experience. And I think, I think more people that had originally planned tagged along and bought some too. Cause they're like, this is just so cool. I just want to be part of this cool experience. Yeah. I'm like, no, yep, okay. <laughs> I'm just, okay. some of these you do really, really well that I don't even have to intercede. So. All right. Okay. Then our last activity this day was, uh, oh, okay. I'm getting chills right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is, if I had to say like the capstone experience, um, again, this is my, my first adventures by Disney, but our guides kind of told us there's one, like maybe the like capstone type experience on each, um, you know, different adventure. Ours was this after hours private visit to Penna Palace. So this palace is in the town we were in, which is in Sintra. It's up high in the mountains. You can see it. It's, it's one of the most you know, popular places in all of Portugal to visit. And our guide who was there says, 
that even when she brings groups, like in her past, like prior to working with Adventures by Disney, she brings groups there with even special group ticketing where you can be in a different line and not have to wait as long. She said minimum three hour wait every time, no matter what. And then it's wall-to-wall people while you're there. Our, okay, again, I'm getting chills. Ours was after it was closed, just for our group, which is less, less than 40 people in our whole group, including the guides, we got a private tour. We, even our driver who drove us up the hill, even he was like, um, yeah, I've never, like, you don't get to normally drive here. I've never driven up here. They kind of show them where to go because we got totally special access. And then just kind of freedom of the place to take pictures where we wanted. We heard stories. We saw the architecture of it. And our guides, I mean, it's, it's Disney, so it's storytelling and it wasn't just a, okay, well, you know, here was the guy who built this place and let me tell you about him. No, she like picked somebody from the group and like had them like, like we acted it out. Right. And it was very interactive and it was such a special experience that it's just one of those, like you will never forget. So do you want to tell me what y'all did the the following day? Okay. So the next day, um, <laughs> woke up still in our hotel in Lisbon, had breakfast there. And then we drove to a small town um, and split into two groups so that we were a little bit smaller. Okay. So uh, I was part of the group that first went to the cheese making experience where we got a tour and stories from the woman whose father-in-law brought this method of making a specific like cheese cheese to the region and it was it's a specific kind of cheese kind of like port wine can only come from that area in northern portugal this kind of cheese can only come from this region and our guide was telling us like this is like a special occasion cheese this is not a day-to-day cheese this is quite expensive and luxurious And so we got this experience where we got to make it, like kind of pack it. Um, She showed us how it's made. And then we got to have a cheese tasting with, it's the same cheese, but like four different stages, like how long it has aged, uh, which was like such a cool experience. And then our group went from there and switched with a different group. Uh, Like we flip-flopped and we went to the tile factory which is um, a specific one where they hand paint every tile. So we walked through the process and saw how it goes from clay to the end result of a tile. Uh, And then we got to paint our own tiles. We watched them do it. I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. Yeah, we get to do this too. And it is much harder than it looks. (laughs) I am not the biggest artist, but it it is fun. And it's another experience. I would have never thought to do because we would not have driven an hour outside of Lisbon to go have this experience. And it's kind of like pottery if you've done that, um, where you paint it and then it needs to like fire overnight. Um, but we were headed to south of Portugal. So we're like, okay, you're, how are we going to get this? Are we, oh, maybe we'll just take it with us. I'm fired, you know, but nope. 
Disney has everything planned, everything taken care of. So they arranged for a driver the next day then to pick up our finished tiles and drive three and a half hours then south to where we were going to be at our new hotel and to deliver it to us. It's like those kinds of details that are all just baked in. Again, you don't have to really be thinking through logistics of things. It just, it's pre-planned. It happens. Everything, like all these experiences are included in the price. They have it all figured out to, to make sure that you are just able to enjoy the moment and whatever you're doing in that moment. Um, we then were still in this smaller town and we went to lunch that had Portuguese style burgers, uh, which is a little bit unique. It was kind of more, I would say, like a steak sandwich than burgers that we we're used to here in the U.S. And then they had this cool dessert where you have different components that you're supposed to like mix together, kind of like an experience. So it was chocolate mousse, fire water, olive oil salt and hot peppers it's like looking at all wow. these ingredients going yeah going okay <laughs> but I did it I tried it and and it worked it was fantastic <laughs> something that I would have you know never known to to try um from there we went to another little small town and did a winery tour and wine tasting experience this one was non-port wine because now we are in central to south kind of area of Portugal. So not in that region of port wine. Um, and the tastings that they give us, you know, on this Adventures by Disney are, I don't the word is like significant, right? Like there is one from 1979. Like it's like they, they bring out the good stuff, I would say, for our tasting <laughs> so that we have this you know, really special experience. I like how you word that, the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and from there, uh, we had about a three-hour drive to the south of Portugal, to the Algarve, which uh, is just breathtaking. Our hotel was right on the Atlantic. Um, I shouldn't even call it a hotel. It was a resort. It was a stunning views. We had our own large private balcony on off of our room, like big enough for two lay down lounge chairs, an umbrella, another table with chairs. Like it was a large balcony that overlooks the Atlantic as we were. And so, um, the dinner that we were going to do this night is at the hotel on the very first night of this adventure this is one of the choices that we picked. We could pick a buffet or we could pick a uh, seven course meal. Uh, we picked to do the seven course meal and we had some different times and we could pick our reservation time. So that was what we had planned to do. Then as um, we were driving from the Lisbon area, I was starting to say Lishboa. That's what it's called locally. So you start to pick up these things <laughs> and driving south. Our guides told us that the experience that we've been having in this group together, they arranged for uh, a special experience for us that we were all going to have dinner at the same time instead of different reservations. We were all going to do the seven course meal, which by the way, everybody had already picked. And they added it to be a wine pairing experience. 
something that was not part of the original plan. They sprinkled in this magic to have this free experience of wine tasting, wine pairing. I have never had a wine pairing meal before. Um, most of us hadn't. And so it was a really, really cool experience. And the dinner where they set us up was on a balcony, basically overlooking the ocean, overlooking, you know, it wasn't quite the sunset, but as the sunset, you know, the views changed and the colors changed and it was, it was magical. <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> it sounds like it was, or it would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, that night got a little bit later uh, because we had this fabulous meal. And so we started later the next morning. I think the next morning we didn't start and meet as a group until about 1030 in the morning. So we had a good chunk of time in the morning to ourselves. We did a, um, the buffet breakfast at the hotel or the resort. And then we were staying by uh, what's called like some cliffs overlooking the ocean that go higher from where our hotel was. So we opted to climb those on our own. We thought that would be pretty fun. And we ran into some other people that were on our adventure thinking the same thing. So we did that on our own, had really nice views, took pictures from up there, and then came back down to meet up with the group. So where we went with the group then was on these boat tours around um, to, to view different caves, including a cave um, is called like Benigil, which is super famous. Um, you'll see it all over like social media. It's a, it's a very photographable, photographic, I should say, kind of kind of cave. Um, but the whole experience was great. We, we learned about the different structures and uh, how they came to be and different shapes of the rocks and what people say they are and things that on my own, I, I would not have looked at, you know, the rocks or cliffs or caves like a certain, that specific way. And then when I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, that does look like this, or it does remind me of that. And so it was a more engaging kind of experience. After that ride, um, we got, we went back to this um, small town area with lots of cute shops and we had lunch on our own. So this was another meal that we had on our own um, for our own cost. Uh, some folks, again, skipped and just wanted to go shopping. So they feed us very well throughout. <laughs> and so <laughs> like, I've eaten enough, you know, to last me quite a while. I'll skip this meal. Um, we, my husband and I did go <laughs> get lunch still, just thought it would be fun, just the two of us to have that little experience. And then after that, we met back in like the central town, I would say, and you had different options. You could do a cliff walk back to our resort, or you could stay and then get back on your own, or you could take the bus back to the hotel if you didn't want to do that. So we did the cliff walk. It was just like breathtaking, stunning views. The guides were with us on that walk. And so, you know, with their own camera, they're like, oh, turn around here. Oh, look at this. And, you know, and just getting all these pictures. It was just, it was just amazing. And then that night was sadly our last night. We had a farewell reception and dinner. Um, I opted for octopus 
again. There, there was a, a menu that night that you could choose from. And I just thought, you know, why not? I'm here. I'm, I'm eating local. I'm having all these experiences. And it was, it was very fun. We shared stories. Um, people talked about some of their favorite memories. Um, we had a slideshow of pictures from the trip that our guides had put together. This is when we got our tiles and it was just kind of a, a really nice way to wrap up the whole trip. And amazing as we thought back on the prior eight days of how much we had done in that amount of time. And the next morning, unfortunately, was the that was the departure day. Uh, and for us, we had a really early morning flight. Uh, our flight was at 6 a.m. So we left around 3 a.m. from the hotel so that we could drive, you know, get to the airport. Um, but there were about 10 of us that departed at that time. We were all on the first same flight uh, headed back to the States. And, uh, you know, Disney, like, really thinks ahead about the experience you're going to have. And so breakfast is supposed to be included on this last morning, just like it was included on all the other days, but we were leaving, you know, too early before breakfast would be open. So they had a boxed breakfast for us with um, a sandwich, juice, water, a muffin, croissant, fruit. I mean, it was, it was a lot of food. (laughs) Nice. Cause then we had that, you know, for snacks later too. Um, And others, you know, there's left at different times. And so transportation, you know, is, is provided, the private transportation is provided no matter what time you leave that you need to get to the airport. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was a sad moment to leave. And I will say on the, on the way home, so we flew then out of Faro Airport, which is at south of Portugal. We flew from there, a quick one to Lisbon. And that's what a lot of people were on to get to Lisbon, a bigger city then to, uh, catch the international flights we flew then to new jersey and then back to austin when we were in new jersey we had a kind of long layover and i pretty much just read off every itinerary of every other adventures by disney trip (laughs) to my husband (laughs) going which one are we doing next (laughs) so that was a fun way to keep the keep it going (laughs) no no, i like that you brought that up because i think that's something that People don't realize there's all these itineraries. I mean, there's even domestic ones too. Um, So don't forget to reach out to us though when you're thinking about it because Marvelous Mouse Travels, just like you've heard Karen talk about here, we do specialize in Adventures by Disney and we can definitely help you pick your right itinerary. So out of everything, I know that you experienced a lot. So I'm pretty sure it's hard to pick, but what was your favorite part of your Adventures by Disney? (sighs) Such a good question. And it is really, really hard to pick. I, I think I would really sum it up. If I had to say my favorite part of this Adventures by Disney trip was for me personally, just living in the moment and letting everything go. And I look back on the trip from the moment we landed to the moment we were back at the next airport to, you know, to fly home. Everything was magical. It was taken care of. And I have never had this kind of experience where I I get to just truly let it go and go with the flow. And in each moment, live in that moment of what I'm doing at that time. 
I know it's kind of a, <laughs> I'm saying everything was my favorite by that answer, but truly it was. I think just the experience of letting it go and living in the moment of what I was doing. I think that's a very valid answer because I do think that that's not something that we get to do nowadays, even when you're on vacation. So that's the great thing about Adventures by Disney.